Morning. <coughs> Morning, everyone. So, Bahamshech to uh, <coughs> to Nittel, where when we spoke on a more informal basis about the various inyanim that are related uh, that are related to the Jewish attitude to uh, the individual uh, for whom the holiday uh, holiday was made. And you know the Jewish attitude towards the religion of that person from the holiday is celebrated. So I would like to elaborate a bit more now on the halachic aspects um, that uh, extend from our attitude towards him and his religion, because there are many nafkaminis halach as we shall see, and while we're at it, we'll also discuss the other major religion, the two major religions which serve as a good contrast to each other to see if they have the same halachas or are they different halachically. So what are the major nafkaminas? What are the major dinim relating to how we uh, understand those religions? So number one, we mentioned the Anittal, there's the Mishnah, Pedagalfa, Vedazara, Ve'elei, Dein, Shogayim. We mentioned the first two uh, holidays in the Mishnah are Kalendis and Saturnalia. Kalendus is January 1st, and Saturnalia was a holiday in honor of Saturn, which uh, was a few days before the Christians celebrate Nittal now, but it's, uh, you could say that uh, one turned into the other in a certain sense. And, um, and why is the Mishnah listing this? So the Mishnah is listing this, like, like the Mesech the Savay Dezara begins, and there's an Isser from doing business. That's why the Mishnah there lists the Roman holidays. So the question would be today, what's the what's the din regarding Christians every Sunday or the more major holidays, especially the ones we just mentioned that, are, that essentially are still around today. And the same would go for the Muslims, Friday or their major holidays. So that's uh, Shaila number one. Shaila number two, um, so that's where the Mishnah has a discussion about Roman slumim, Roman icons, because uh, as a din of Edezara, so you have to know what's, uh, what has that din and what doesn't. So again, the question will be, what's with uh, Christians today, especially the Orthodox Church, the Catholic Church, they have all kinds of you know, icons or, or you know, some kind of idols. You see they have uh, statues of some sort. They have uh, slumim, of course, the Shesiva Erev, uh, they might have incense. They might have other, uh, you know, other practices that they that they do, uh, physical uh, acts of worship to one extent or another. And on the other hand, since uh, you had the you know the reform, whatever you want to call it, so uh, in the last few hundred years you have larger uh, you know, l- larger groups. It's a big spectrum essentially, and you have these groups that uh, seemingly have almost nothing. There's you know no. Uh, Certainly no, nothing in the way of idols or, or incense or stuff like that, but maybe not even uh, a cross for some. So, you know, what's there? What's, what category is that? Um, so is, or do all those things have a din of our Is a mamish like a chaftzav of our Um And can you daven in front of them, etc.? Uh, another discussion that extends from that is uh, secular uh, symbols that also include the, the plus sign, the cross sign, you know, what's the story with that? 
And, and then is there any, is there any you know, equivalent? Do the Muslims have any equivalent to that? Maybe not. Number three, what about the, their actual uh, places of worship? But the, under the, if you work with the assumption that you're not allowed to go into a place of Zara, which we have to discuss what that Isra is, would that Isra apply to their places of worship? And does it, does it depend on what exactly their behavior there is? And, and part of that includes, can you turn it into a show? Number four, Ya'inasach. Ya'inasach specifically is tied to the fact that a guy is menasach, a wine tavay dezara. So do they have a dinavay dezara? Is it Ya'inasach mamish? Or does it depend? Depend on what exactly that guy does or believes? Obviously, there's always going to be an iser chasnos, uh, an iser of, uh, you know, there's a bunch of things you're not allowed to have simply because we don't want to fraternize. So it's never going to be fully mutter, but the question is, uh, you know, is there a difference? And number five, you have all kinds of dinam and masachas of Eidazar you know, to sell certain things to a guy, you know, you have to be very careful, protect yourself, they're chashun on this, they're chashun on that. Does that apply to the guy nowadays? Um, and somewhat related question is, is Rebbechal nowadays? And then there's a, a sixth question relating specifically to the Shechita and Islam, which I'll get into uh, more later. So the, uh, the attitude towards the, 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 these religions and how we're going to answer these questions has to do with the discussion of how we understand those religions. What, what exactly do, do those religions entail? What do they really uh, believe? What do they really do? So in Christianity, that's going to mean we have to understand exactly, uh, you know, what, the, what do they believe about Isaiah? And does that mean there's more than one God? And so that means they're automatically very desire. And those Tzlamim, again, what, what exactly are those Tzlamim? You know, are they very desire? And in Islam, even though they seemingly believe in one God, but uh, first of all, there's certain acts of worship where there could be a concern that maybe it's really a continuation to a pre-Islamic pagan uh, past, and they're still doing it, and they, you know, they changed a bit of, you know, what the significance is, but maybe that act still has uh, pagan significance. Um, and as we'll see, some even mentioned that, you know, who knows, maybe they're being mashat if they're Navi, uh, you know, when they, when they talk about uh, God, God is great, maybe they're including the Navi, they're Navi. So we're going to try to encompass, we're going to try to cover all of that, of course, it's not really, uh, it's never really possible to cover everything, but, uh, and, you know, Shia Lamaisa, of course, you always have to ask, well, these are serious questions. But again, the, the, the five main questions that I mentioned, the Shulchan Aruch discusses all of them pretty clearly. So I want to go through, I want to start with going through uh, Shulchan Aruch and, uh, and seeing what Shulchan Aruch has to say. And it's really important to get the, a bigger picture by seeing all the different uh, halachas in Shulchan Aruch. <laughs> Now, just to point out, these are very sensitive halachas. Uh, so these are the, the types of halachas, the types of se'ifim that are the first to be censored in an old uh, print of Shulchan Aruch, an old svarim. So uh, I'm going to, for the purposes of this year, I'm quoting from Mechon uh, Shalayim, which generally uh, actually uh, you know, took the text and uh, brought it back to the original in the text itself. They, uh, they try to make sure that it's uh, accurate. So number one, the holidays. So in Yeridayan, in Simon Kufmem Chas, Dinei Chagei Ho'alilim. So at the end of the Simon, after he brings all the dinim from Mishnayis and Gemara. So in Sif Yud Beis, the Mechaver says, Yesha Imrim, Sh'en Kodvanam Elu Amorim 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 Elu
Al Bazman Elilim, whatever that means. They're not uh, familiar with uh, the idols. The Fichach Mutter, Lasses for Lasses Imam, Biyem Chagam, Lal Vaisam, the Cholsh Ardvanim. So therefore, the whole Isser is suspended. You're allowed to do any kind of business and commerce, etc. Because Enom Bekiyim Betiv Elilim. What does that mean? Okay, we have to figure that out. Roma starts, uh, picks up, and continues. And even if they give them money to the Kayanim, meaning to the Galachim, so it seems like whatever he said before wouldn't apply to the Galachim, whatever Einam Bekim Betivalila means. What about the Galachim? <clears throat> Galachim themselves, if you do business with them, they're not going to use that money and turn it mamish into a Tekreves or a Noi Elilim. They're just going to have a good time. The, 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 the Galachim have a big budget, and uh, any, any uh, income they're making is going to Achilo Shtir. that there's Eva here, if we're going to avoid them on their holiday, and we, uh, we live among them, we have to do business with them, they're going to be very offended, so that's where the concept of Eva can uh, apply. So therefore, if you go into a city and you see they're celebrating, you can join the celebrations, you can join the festivities, because it's just kemachin if you're just trying to flatter them. Um, you should, uh, if you're balnefesh, you should try to avoid uh, getting caught up in their festivities. Uh, you know, try to avoid it. And here comes the day that I also mentioned on Nittal, that if you're sending a doida and a present to a goy bezman shmini she'acher nitl nayar, so the issue is that dafke the nayar that might be the the the, the day where they feel like it's a simon, it's a simon for a good year, and that they do associate that more maybe with uh, religion. So him after you can send it uh, the night before, the night after something. If not, if you have no choice, you could. You could give it on the day itself. So, so this is the first uh, source that we're discussing. It's talking about religions nowadays, and we're saying that the din of a dayan from Chazal doesn't apply. Atchila, you should certainly avoid it, but Bedeichik, you can do really whatever you need to do. Now, even though the Lashon, the Machaber, isn't so clear, what is Einam Bekiyam Betivalilim? But from the Ramah, from the way the Ramah continues, it sounds like we're not really changing the definition of Eve de Avedazara. We're essentially saying we, they are still Avedazara, but we're coming up with a new Savara that Michal can say, even if you have Avedazara, it doesn't always mean that a Dayan should apply for other reasons. Then a Dayan doesn't, the specific problem with a Dayan, they're going to celebrate, that they're going to thank their God, that doesn't seem to uh, apply to them. And we're going to see many more Savaras like these from the Rishonim as we go along. Shainim in Europe, where maybe the, the, the category didn't change, but uh, in each individual case, you come with a svar to explain why the concern isn't the concern over here. So what, what's the Bechab and what are the Bechab and the Ramah saying? So it sounds like what they're saying is, is that the, the Goyim in certain countries were not particularly devout, they weren't particularly pious. So therefore, the Rishayim are saying that we're watching them, and we see that even when they have success around the time of their holiday, it's not translating into uh, religious devotion. It's not connected. It's not turning into that. And if you look at the Makkah in the Torah, it seems even clearer. The way that it says in the Torah is, They're not and they don't go and thank their uh, their God. And then it continues, and they give it to the Galachim. But the Galachim, they don't buy the Tekreves, they just eat and drink. So meaning when we say they're not every day, what do we mean they're not every day? We mean that they specifically 
it doesn't express itself. They don't actually delay Ozli Umayyadi. That's what we mean. That practically, they're not very religious. But if they were more religious, if they were Ozli Umayyadi, then it still would be Yasser. And that's why he continues and says, ah, maybe they're not religious. But then the money uh, trickles down to, to the Galach. And the Galach surely is religious. That's his job. And then we have to say, oh, well, the Galach and the Mitzis is that uh, even the Galach it goes to their, their budget, to their eating. It doesn't go to, to worship. And then come the other Svaris, both in the Torah and in the Ramah, about Eva and Machnif which seems to cover, even if you're going to say they are Rosli Umaydi, so then you have these other reasons, Eva, Machnev. We're going to see this, this theme again uh, later on. Now, if we're being mad this for Christians, we're going to be mad this for Muslims. <clears throat> Question number two, what about the Tzlomim? So if you look in Yeridea, Simen Kufna Malav, Dinat Tzlomim, the Tzuris, the beginning of the Simen, so first the Mechaber cites the basic laws of Tzlomim from Chazal, and then the uh, Ramah writes, of course, if you see the uncensored text for all these things, Shiva Erev Shemeshtachvim Loi, Dinaik Din Tselem, Vaoser Beloi Bittel. If they bow to the cross, then it has a din of a Tselem, and it, it's like any other way to Zoda. If, if the guy does Bittel, it's one thing, but without Bittel, but Shiva Erev, if they hang from their necks, that is Lizzie Cotton. That's just some form of. Reminder, memory, it doesn't have the, it's not the, something they bow to, it's not something they worship. So it's not called at Salem, it's not just, it's not the image, not the, the, the symbol automatically, it depends on how it's used. And again, the Ramah is not saying that, the, that if there's a Salem that you worship, he's not taking away from the fact that that's a very desire. Um Of course, there's always Bittal, like anything else. But there's a Svara that not every Salem is Bechal for Abay Dezara. And uh, they're not always so pious, and not always so devout, so uh, it could just be, uh, you know, something, an association that they have, a symbol. The end of the simon, the Ramah says, <clears throat> You have ministers or priests that have a cross on their clothing, or they're carrying a large cross in front of them, like the bishops. Also, the shtach of Islam or lahasir akayvul if name you know to bow to them or uh, you know take your hat off. Rak b'derech she'eni nira unless you can do it in a subtle way where it looks like you're casually so you, the, the trick where you're you're bending down because your coins fell or uh, or you stand up enough in advance before they show up so you know technically they feel like you're standing up for them but uh, to an outsider it just looks like you stood up and you take your hat off and you bow from a great distance. So uh, that would be okay. Why? Because even the Goyim, if they're bound to the Sar, or they're uh, taking doffing their hat to the Sar, it's not due to the respect for the Salem. It's due to the respect for the Sar. The Sar is walking through. The Sar happens to have a Salem on him, but that's not, uh, that's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about the respecting the Sar. So if that's what they have in mind, so then, then it should be fine for a year as well. But because it still looks like you're bound down to, uh, but so Salem is what it is. The question is, do we have other svaras to uh, work around? For example, in this case, are you really bound to that, or are you bound to the sar? This also comes up a number of times in Eir Chaim in the context of davening. Simon Sadik Sifchav Gimel the Ramah, the Ramah says, "Al begadim shemetsuyer aleihem divrei tiflos." 
you have some kind of uh, you know other religious uh, icons on clothing. You're not even, not even allowed to sit on them. And that simon quotes the same lashon and continues, so therefore you have to take them out of the shul. Why would you want to have that in our shul? And after that, in parentheses, but even if it has tzuri, so asurim, like in Yeridayas, in Kofna Malif, there's always bittel, like we're going to learn in Yeridayas. And the end of Simon Sadiq Dalin and the Ramah, the Ramah says someone's on the road and he's near an inn, so where should he daven? So if he can get off the road uh, and daven off the side of the road where no one's going to bother him, that's preferable. Better not to go into the non Jewish inn, because they'll disturb you in there. But if you can't uh, find a place off the side of the road, so then better to go into the inn and you daven in some corner. Al Tadab uh, elaborates there that why would you not want to go into the inn? Because certainly there are all kinds of idols and horrible things. And ideally, we shouldn't bring anything holy in there. Moshe Rabbeinu had to leave, getting up to Shmois Veira, right? So he didn't want to David in Mitzrayim where there's a, it's a krach, uh, it's an ir malei gilulim. However, so what's the svarah? But on the other hand, if there's no place on the side of the roads. Uh, so then you should have in, in a corner, so they shouldn't bother you. Then uh, you don't have to be concerned. Everywhere we dive in, there's, there's uh, stuff everywhere. So, the Tzlavim are what they are, you should avoid them. But uh, the Mitzis is that uh, we live among it, we have no choice, so, uh, you know, try our best. In Simon Kufiyot Gemon Sefchas, the Machaber says, "Is in the Machaber." He writes, "I'm a spell. We'll buy a guy connectoy v'yeshlo yeshiva erev. You're davening, and as you're davening, a guy comes with a yeshiva erev, and it's uh, the place which man asks where you're supposed to bow. Loy yishcha, you shouldn't bow. Afuk yishlibul hashemayim, even though you uh, you're ignoring this guy, you're just thinking about Hashem." Al Tereve copies this language and continues. Because it looks like you know, appearances matter. And a few bechadri chadarim also, as we know. So, and it, but if the nachri is a sar or a hagman, the kind that you would bow to anyway, so then that could be a reason that you could bow because maybe it's less of a mara science. You can understand you're bowing to to the sar. So it really depends on who's holding it. And that's all this about slum is only relating to Christians. There's no luchera, no real parallel for the Muslims. Question number three, what about the uh, the places of worship? So, in Yair Adaya Simen Kufnun, the beginning of the Simen, it says, Mitzvah l'sarachek midarach halilam arba amis. You should stay away from the path to halilam for amis, which you know, clearly you can't go in, but uh, it doesn't really specify what we're talking about. Um, in the previous Simen, Kufnam Taz, Dine Yerid, Me'avayda Salilam, so in Sif Aleph and Beis, it says, you have a city that has Yerid, but Yoim Chagom, there's a sort of a market day on the holiday, and the Goyim gather, and there's also some kind of celebration aspect of celebrating the idols. So uh, you're allowed to go around it, but you're not allowed to go in it, and there are more details there as to who the supplies and how. And the Ramah adds and continues, and it's clear he's talking about uh, you know, his, in his time and his place. So, yesh oimre, and that it has the din of an ear shalavay dezara, 
So therefore, if the Goyim are not gathering at that point for their Inyanim, then you're allowed to go there. But yeah, showing him that it's always also if you're not using it to get to somewhere else. You're just walking in. But if there's a path that goes through it and you're just trying to get to somewhere else, then the Kuli Yalmamutur, according to Ramah, the Chayin HaMinik Pashut, that uh, you can go through the Chatzar of the church, essentially, to get to somewhere else. The Kamak HaMidus Chassidus is to avoid going there if you have a different derech. Um So clearly this is all talking about uh, churches. And in Yeridea, Simen Kufn and Zayin, Al Eza Avedis Yehadik Yaver. So in the last if, Says Misa, someone who is you know, meant to be put to death. He's allowed to escape to a church to save himself. There's an actual case that someone ran and locked himself in that's surrounded by a wall, a fortress, to escape. Nidali, the Rosh said, There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I say that in our na- in our land, the Goyim, even someone who's Chayev Misa, the case the Rosh originally was asked all this time, because he was being chased, and he was just looking for a safe haven. And the Rosh adds this point, which was mentioned in Shulchan Aruch later, that for people that are Chayev Misa, that are meant to be put to death, if they escape to a church, they don't chase them, they don't take them away from there. So Mamela, if a Yid and he decided to utilize the same uh, trick, the same strategy, he's allowed to, according to the Rosh, in and uh, he says it's not like being the Serape because there you feel like it's what it's what it's actually you know has some power that actually managed to heal you, but here imagayim nagu which is a euphemism, he means if they're not covered, bevatevedezara. To save someone who runs in, that's their that's their choice. That's their mishgas. It's not gonna someone who avails himself of that, who saves himself in that way, isn't gonna feel grateful towards the desire itself. Wow, the desire has special power. No, it's just uh, okay, it's just a convention that. Uh, okay, oh, but it's uh, often a shulchan aruch. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna say that there's kayach the ili in the desire. And anyway, the Rosh concludes that anyway, the The house itself, it doesn't mean like, uh, obviously the question is what about Yoharik Vayavar, but the house itself is not Avedazara uh, itself. So it's still, it's still not fully clear what is the gather here, because it seems like um, a church has a gather for base Avedazara according to this. <clears throat> but, but in this gufa, it's not clear to what extent, what does that mean? What is, how does that apply? What about the chatzar? Uh, what about if you just go to the chatzar, not the house, the building? And what, is it only if you're chayv misa? Or, you know, what if there are other uh, pressing reasons? Um, so it might not be hard valyavar, because just the act of walking in is not an act of avayda, of worship, but there might be usher for, uh, might still be fully usher for whichever reason. We also need to know what's going to be the din with uh, with mosques, especially according to what we said before. There's probably no Islam and there's no uh, actual active desire in the mosque. Okay, so we'll, we'll get back to that as well. Um, number four, Yayin Esach. So in Yayin Esach, Simen Kuf Chav Gimel, beginning of Yayin Esach, and Sifalf, and the Mechaber, the Mechaber wrote, Stam Yayinam Shala Amamim Evdi Alilim, Asr Bahanah, whether it's their wine or whether they touch our wine, it's us or Bahana. 
but still not clear who's is he talking about people today. Which people is he talking about today? So the Nama right there says, Mishulam Gzeras Yayan Shrasnasak Lavedazar. It's exact the guy wasn't even Manasak Tavedazar, it's Xera due to why that may have been a Snasak Tavedazar. Bismana Zedrama says that it's not Shriach that guy are Manasak Tavedazar. It's not saying that they don't have a way desert. It's just saying they're not menasach. It's not part of their uh, their worship. So yesh oimrim that it's not that magagoy is not oiser bano anymore. Just bishtia because that's always going to be oiser bishtia no matter what. Um, so if they touch ours or stam yayin shalahem, you'll have to have a no, and therefore you can collect it for a debt. Uh, or any other half said, if you went and you bought it, you're allowed to sell it in order to get your money. But lechatchila, it's also to buy and sell. V'yesh mekilin gam b'zeh. Not even lechatchila to do business the einasach or whatever stam yena. But toiv lahachmer. So baiter seems like I said. It seems like they might be the redizor. We're just coming up with a separate svar and saying that they don't do nisuch. So since the mamish don't do nisuch, so why uh, why should we treat it that way? The question is, how far are we going to go with that svar? Uh, a little later in Sibin Elilim. And here you can uh, you can really see the irony of censorship because the censored version is Kol So what the correct verse is Kol Goy Sheino Oved Elilim. So Yeinoi Oser B'Shtiyo Umutar Banos. And the Chaver saying clearly, if you know he's not an Oved Elilim. It's Mutterbana and the same with either his wine or touching our wine. But he doesn't really spell out who he's talking about. The Gertashev was mentioned separately earlier in the Simon, but he doesn't say who he's talking about. If you look on the Makar of the Machaber, the Makar of the Machaber is the Rambam and Hilchus Machos of Surah's Parakir Al Fulach Zayn. And the, the, after mentioning the Din of the Gertashev, the Rambam writes pretty clearly. This is the well-known and explicit sheet of the Rambam, which we'll get back to a little bit later, that Yishmaelim uh, are absolutely not over the Vedazara, and according to the Rambam, Neitzrim absolutely are Vedazara. This also comes up in, uh, in Hilchas Vedazara, that Yerim uh, Rishon is like a Dehen, which uh, if you uh, applied that halach uh, in Europe would mean three days before Sunday and three days after Sunday, that, that leaves uh, zero days a week, uh, zero days a year. So uh, that's where you know a lot of these svars are coming from, that to do with Parnassa and basic uh, livelihood. Um, <clears throat> that was what the, the Rambam said, and that's what the Mechaber is essentially saying without spelling it out, not just the Gertayshav, you don't have to be a halach Gertayshav, as long as you're not able to leave them, you also mutibano. What about the fifth question about selling things to them? Certain things you know how to sell to them, or to be careful, to watch out. So, see, in the beginning of Simon Kufran Alef, Dvarim Amutzrachim, Laavedis Alilim, also the Yisrael Lamoichram. So, if you look in the Ramah, the Ramah says, Lamashal over there, Osir Limker, Legoi Mayim, Kishayoidim, Sharetza, Lassus, Mehem Mayim, Lahatpil. You're not allowed to sell water to a guy. If you know that the guy wants to use the water for baptism, for that some some kind of rite, some kind of ritual like that, clear in the Ramah, lahatkel, and the right the mechaber says, what if you had levona zaka, pure incense mixed in with levona shchera, 
and only the Levinazaka would be really usable for uh, for some kind of you know for for a ritual. So then you, this is already a din from Chazal. You're allowed to sell it all. You're not cheshesh that he'll take the zaka out for the avedazara. So the Ma adds bedafka lekoyin or ligoy shechaskasa shiyakter halavayna lavedazara. This whole discussion about you know you can't sell it separately, but you can sell a mix. That's for gala or some a guy that you know he's for sure going to use it for avedazara. Stamagoy, sorry, and he adds, Yesh Aymen, when it's also the cell things that they need for their worship, Dafkev, Elam Machedim Kayetsubai, they have no other way of getting it, they can't buy it somewhere else. But if it's already available elsewhere anyway, then you're allowed to, might as well make some business yourself. Mutter Limka Lam Kodavar, Yesh Machmirin, Vinagula Hakal Kusvar and Yishaina, the Minigunama says, was to be Makal and to sell them stuff for their worship. So again, as in every case, it always seems to be a very desire, but we have svaras to make our way around it. So for example, oh, you have it anyway, so we're not really, which gets into the whole uh, you know, the question of fever, and that's a whole opinion uh, for itself. But uh, we're looking for ways around it to allow the Yidden to have more of a chance to have uh, some, you know, some commerce. Later, in that simon in Sevyud, when the Mechaber says, you're not allowed to rent uh, a dira, he's bringing his idols in. So the writes, Nowadays, we do rent it out for, as an apartment. Because they don't bring every desire into their houses. He says, all the way around, if you rent from them, not to leave his every desire there. So first of all, that's like... Uh, you can rent to them because they don't bring their stuff into their apartment. When you rent from them, you should get the stuff from their apartment out. Um, and by it's also all svaris. The Shah asks, Kasha, what do you mean in Noegam We see that they are bringing it in. So now uh, So the Shah says, could be that in time of the Ramah, could be Taka, that was the reality, that it wasn't common. But, uh, and just like the, like the source of the Ramah, the Rosh and the Torb is my name, the Rosh and the Torb must have been describing the reality. But, we must be relying on something else. What are we, what are we relying on? The Rosh himself wrote another Savara that even though <clears throat> when you do Schirus, when you rent it to them, Schirus, Lekanya, Mele, if you sold it to them, that's really his business, what he does. There are other Shiles out selling houses to Goyim, but you're selling it to them, it's not your property. <clears throat> Renting, like Kanye, so it's still your property. That's the problem. However, Yad Umis Takifa, according to their rules, Schirus even if you rented the rental for a day, it's like a Mecher, and even if your own house falls down, you can't come and say, okay, get out of my second house, I want my house back, because the rental is a rental, contract is a contract. So it's treated more like a Mecher, so that's why the... Uh, if he brings an Avay Dezara, it's like, almost like you sold it to him, he's bringing Avay Dezara into his house. That even if uh, they bring Avay Dezara into their house, it's mutter because we give the, the taxes from our karka to the goyim. So uh, in that way, it's not ours. If we're, giving, if we're paying taxes, is the house truly ours? Or is the house really theirs? And we're uh, sort of the, take, renting it from them and paying for the privilege of having their property. So we treat it like, for that purpose, we treat it like it's not even our property. So that's another svara from the other end. Now, if you look actually in the mocker in the Ravan, 
you'll see that the Ravan himself explicitly makes a distinction between different places. The Ravan, you look, look in the Bach, the, the, the Shach says that the Ravan is put in the Bach. If you look in the Bach, also the Ravan is printed uh, individually as well. If you look in the Bach, there's a Zelashan and Ravan that why are we renting apartments out? Why are we renting houses out? High in the time, uh, whatever. But we that give uh, taxes, that was the Ravan Smart, we give taxes, so it's not really our house. But the Ravan also mentioned that we're relying that Gaya Shabbat Shalom love Eved Avid Azar. And I know again this word is not Eved Avid Azar. What does that mean? Ve'en lachos lemachnes Avid Azar l'toychay she'en on andukin ba la'aseisam bevesam. They are not pious and devout enough to do it in their homes. So we're going to assume that uh, he's not going to. He might, but we assume. Let's assume he won't. Avo berosia ube'adetz yavon vade adukin. In those countries, in Russia and Yavon, they are very devout. They have their everywhere, all over their houses. You can't deny that uh, that's what they do. So the Bach says, right? What are we going to do in Russia where they are a Dukin and still the Naga had to, to rent to them? That the Tam Harishan Huaikar, that the Ravan was saying, the first reason about the taxes is the main reason. So when the Ravan said, Goyim it's love, what did he mean? Again, he didn't mean that there's a, a difference in the religion itself. He's just saying, like he continues, and he says, The people in his society were so, uh, you know, very casual about their religion that they weren't actively worshipping what they should worship. So we can assume that they're not going to bring that into their home. But if they do, that's the same the same story. What about all the other dinim to be uh, careful of Gaim, Sakana, this, that? They're all quoted in Shafan with by the Mechaber and the Ramah without comment. So uh, so it seems like all that tainim we had until now talk uh, had to do with Parnasa and Matthias. But otherwise, it seems like they did basically look at the Christians as an extension, as a continuation of the uh, prehistoric of David Zara. And that they're still dangerous in the same way since Chazal. And uh, it's only in more recent generations that you start seeing the disclaimers at the beginning of Svarim, that everything it says in the Sefer was said about uh, the, the nations a long time ago, uh, but today it's different, and you have the wording itself has changed, you know, and stuff like that, to make it seem like it's not uh, applicable uh, today. Oh, today, Taka, if to use the logic of the Ravan and, and those types of sources, Taka today, a larger, probably a larger number than ever, are Taka either very, very, very shvach, very, very uh, casual about the religion, or you know, officially uh, secular mm-hmm. atheist, like the way some of them were back in time of the Yishayna. So that should be a factor. And... Uh, and also the this disclaimers about the, how you know nations today have different rules and different laws, and there's a say there. And there's no, seems a little more uh, relevant and applicable. Of course, there's like major uh, exceptions every uh, few decades. There's you know uh, mass slaughter, but uh, you know between the mass slaughter and mass slaughter, it looks like uh, the rules are pretty uh, you know well kept. So maybe uh, those dinner might be different. Uh, I'm not getting further into that, but I think it, you'll you'll see it discussed in Svarim that uh, you know. You don't have to be cheshish for a sakana if you don't think that the sakana is, uh, is relevant nowadays and things like that. Now we get to the final marker in Shulchan Aruch, which is maybe the f- most famous. I assume some of you are wondering why I didn't mention it until now. Uh, 
the, the, I don't know if the full din is famous, but five words from the din are famous without context. You look in Shulchan Aruch, Chaim, Simen, Kofron, Vav, Seder, Maso, Matan, the Machaber says that the Yizar, Melishtatev, and Magoy, every the way those are, you shouldn't be a partner with a guy who serves an idol worshiper because you might have to uh, swear. Swearing with a Vedazara doesn't mix well. The Ramal says, the Yesh Mikilim to make a shutfus with Goyim is Manazer. This is the, it's getting harder over here. Mishum Sheena Goyim is Manazer, Nishboim Avedazara. They're not swearing Avedazara. Afagav the Maskin and Avedazara, they are mentioning it. The Komakim Kavanasam, Loisa, Shemayim, Vaoretz, Elo, Shemishatvim, Shem Shemayim, Adavar Acher. It's a combination of Hashem and something else. It's not a problem to cause a guy to do that. And here are the five words. This is not something they're, uh, they're, they're prescribed from doing, that they're not allowed to do. Um, and then, uh, and to do business without Shutfis, if it's not a holiday, you know, that's ready to, that whole other discussion. So, <clears throat> What's the Ramah? If you just read the Ramah, it seems like the Ramah is talking about Christians who swear by Ish. And really, you'd have to do some research to see what the oaths are actually like. But if you, 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 that would, that's what your simple reading would uh, would assume. And he's saying that Afal Pikein, if they swear by uh, by uh, Hashem and uh, their Lord, etc. So then, because Isa Shemayim Baaretz is in the picture here, it's a Shittof, and that's like our Ramuna. So that enough, that alone should be uh, make it fine, and therefore we're not in this. So, what exactly does that mean, though? What does it mean? So, there's one way of understanding it is is that literally their doctrine of the Trinity, as it's called, that they believe that you know God is somehow one, but three, etc., uh, is mutter because it's all one big shituf. If you understand the Ramah that way, you're going to have to start wondering, why didn't we use this Svara all along? We had so many other uh, discussions all along the way here about Avedah Zara. It never came up once that uh, maybe none of this is Avedah Zara altogether. So, but in Muslim Zagan, even if you understand this Ramah this way, you would have to say that it only applies to the abstract belief, where it's just, you know, talking Shavua. So when it's a very abstract belief, that is not a problem. But... Slomim and acts of worship in a church, those things, Lamaisa, those are acts of worship. It's not uh, how you serve Hashem. So uh, that's still going to have to be a bit, it's not going to change how we look at that. Um, that's what we're going to need other Svaras in each case to say why this thing doesn't apply, that thing doesn't apply. Um, but what about, what about a Christian who taka only believes in the Trinity and does none of those uh, forms of worship? Then you'd have to figure out, Taka, what's, uh, what's his gather according to this understanding? Is he even you know, problematic at all? But another way of understanding the Ramah is that the Ramah is not talking about uh, about uh, the whole religion. He's just talking about a Shavua. He's saying that in their Shavua, since they're mixing two things together, so an Azah Eifin, Azah Shavua, is not a problem for them. But maybe it has nothing to do with uh, the actual belief in, in Trinity. So this is already an Akudah that comes up a lot in Amarim and in Sichas and in letters, etc. The Rebbe, the Rebbeim. The Rebbe's Matzayin a lot to the Maimer Mikamaycha of the Rebbe Marash, where in the Maimer, the Rebbe Marash is Matzayin to another Maimer Mikamaycha. So, one second. So, I'm going to mention that. So, if you look in the, the once the Tzemach Tzedek's uh, Ksavim were printed, 
So what we in our Torah, so what we see is actually this kata and mikamaycha is actually really. Uh, this is one of the many things that's actually copied from the Tzemach Tzedek. The Ramanash was, was printed earlier, so it got attributed to him. So if you look in Tzemach Tzedek, Ramanash, this is the Lashon Devi. Hine haramo, ba'eda chayim simen kufin bav kasa, v'yabnei noyach eno mezhar nalashitov, v'hevi kei me'ataisus, t'b'chayrus, v'sanhedrin, v'shim v'ni yuruchim. And it continues, v'ayim b'tshuva shayra frayim simen chufdal, v'tshuvas v'shav ha'koyin shecholku alzeh. But often said this for the purposes of whatever wants to, whatever point it wants to make says in a mazar and alashitif, etc. The Rebbe in Basel Lagani Tafshid Gimel cites this, and the Rebbe adds a few more kremas of his own. The Ayin Gamke Nei Debi Yehuda Peschit Shuvah Yeridei Asim Kufem Zayin Prima Gadim Mitchas Chinuch Stay Chemed Ubesvarim Shuvu Sham and. Uh, can't, there's not the time to uh, collect all the places how this came up for, with the Rebbe, how the Rebbe used it, with context. Sometimes they have actually invoked it in practical, like new questions that come up today about uh, encouraging religion in schools, uh, funding for religious uh, institutions. You know, are we in, in, in essence funding by desire? So the Rebbe used it in certain ways. We're not going to get into that right now. Let's quote the Shara Frame, right? Because the Tzimot is quoting. One of the sources, the Shara Fraim, as you know, against the statement, against the statement that Oim is Harnal Ashitov. Already uh, encountered the Shara Fraim in a previous year. He was from Vilna, he was a Rav Buddha, he was the grandfather of Chacham Tzvi, etc. So the Shara Fraim writes that the quotes the Ramah that we're discussing, and says the Ramah is based on a thesis in Sanhedrin. I see many get this wrong. They say that Ben Nayak is not Muzar al Shitov. Going, these guys are aved the Munas Hashilosh. He says explicitly that that's what people are understanding from here that Munas Hashilosh is not a problem. He says, look in the Nam Melchus Malachem and in Smag, let me see the Mishum Paisik that Bnei Noach are not Muzar al Shitov. Adarab and the Nam it says that any of the Zara that you get punished for it based in Shal Yisrael, Ben Nayak is also Muzar. So where, where did you get this idea that there could be any distinction in Melchus Avay the Zara? So he says, it's all misunderstanding of the sources of the Ramah. If you look in the sources, look in Taisvis, <clears throat> it says, it wasn't, the Lashon was, meaning, Kedeshim would be their saints. We don't want to call them Kedeshim, so we call them Kedeshim. But uh, that was the problem. The problem was that there are Christian saints, and they swear by all that's holy to them, they swear by the saints. And those saints are not considered delikus. They're not considered gods. So that was what the Pharisees were saying, that they swear by their saints, they don't consider them a god, so even though they're swearing by God and the saints, there's a combination here, but it's not the way And uh, that's at least in some of the Mekaitis and the Nishayim. And even in the Taisvis, where it just says, Mikomakim ain't shame of Eidazara, he means, again, he's talking about the saints and not the Eidazara. So he says the whole thing is a total misunderstanding of what the, the context was. And there's no Lefneiver, we weren't warned to not be Meshatif. Shem Shemayim and their Kedeshim. It says, Kamela Havdal Elf Havdalas, Bentumal Atara. It says, Vaminu Bashem Vmesha Avdai. So, what are the Goyim doing here? All they're doing is they're replacing Mesh Rabbeinu with their Kedeshim. So, why was it all Kahi? Imlay Aminu Bamesha, Shahu Navi. 
obviously we have to believe the Moshe's in Navi, but they're not Mokhev to believe the Moshe's in Navi. That's according to him, that's not important. So if they want to replace him with uh, someone else, not a, that's such a major problem. So that's why that's why this is the only din where this comes up. Because the din had, 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 was a technical thing having to do with how they swear involving the saints. But otherwise, if it was not a very desire at all, that should have a much greater application. We don't see that it got mentioned in any other context. And of course, you can look in the other Maram Kayim that it was assigned to as well. Shabakayim, the Behuda, etc. By the way, there's actually a connection to the parasha here. Let's look in the Medish Rabbah. It says, Yaakov uh, gathered his children. So it says, Mikan Zoch Yisrael, the Kriyashma, Shosha Yaakov, and Nuftim and Oelam, Karl the Shneem Asurbanov. He said, Shemish Bavavacham Achlekis, Alakadish Baruchu. So he said, Shema Yisrael, Avinu, listen, Yisrael, our father, just like you don't have a Machlekis, Alakadish Baruchu, so we also don't. Allah Hashem, Lekeno Hashem Achod. He said, Baruch Shem. And the uh, Medish continues and says, that's why Yidin, we say every day, twice, Shema Yisrael, Advaiter, Shema Yisrael, Avinu. That's actually invoking Yisrael in the Maras Machpelah. We're talking to him and we're saying, listen up, Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad. So, um, even though the, the Lashon here is Machleikas HaKadosh Baruch, what exactly does that mean? But first of all, actually, I saw some Achrein and they're like, they just transpose the word, they just write the word Shittuf, the Shem Yesh, Balach, from Shittuf. But uh, you look in the Maimri, Kavtsu, Tovish, Tama, Beis, the Marash, this is what's essentially going on in this episode that uh, even if Shitov is mother, so Yaakov is having a gathering with his children and say, okay, we're not like the others, we can't do Shitov, Hashem Lokino Hashem Achan. So now I want to uh, quote two shivas from uh, the Abiyo Emer for uh, comparison. One is about going into churches, and one is about going into mosques. I'll try to keep it uh, short as I can, and I'll spell out certain the kudus that he brings. So the first shiva is in Abiyo Emer Chilik Beis Yeridayas Simon Yeralaf when he was in Egypt. Ah, Rabbi Fadi Yosef. So this is when he was in Cairo in Tufshin Test. He says that the consul died. And they take him to the church, and there's a you know, prayer. And I was asked by the chief rabbi, in, in the name of the king, to represent him and to be there until the end of the ceremony, because it's dark as shalom. And he says, lots of rabbonim already have been doing this. It's not a problem. So I wanted to look into it and see if this is okay. So he starts off with the Atzim Isser of going into Beis Avedazara, which we never fully uh, defined and clarified. Says it's the Raman Pesha Mishnayas that you're not allowed to go into a city of Avedazara, which we mentioned indirectly. Not even allowed to look at it, which you know, yes, you have you know, people attack uh, try to look away. So you hear, see the Ramam says, So that's the Ramam saying clearly you're not to go in and quotes Gemara Avedazara. That uh, there were two Amiraim on the road, and there were two roads. One was a Pischa de Vaidazara, one was a Pischa de Bezainus. So, um, one said, Let's go down the Pischa de Vaidazara, because that Yetzahara is up to And another one said, Let's go to the Pischa de Bezainus, and we'll have a Yetzahara, and we'll overcome a Yetzahara, we'll get more schar. So, uh, uh, when they got there, 
I think the, the whoever was there, you know, avoided them, went away. So Akupana worked out. Uh, no, they didn't, didn't uh, you know, nothing happened. So he said, how did you know that, uh, where did you get this idea from, that you're not afraid of Yitzhahara? So I recorded a pasuk that, uh, you know, if you're, you're smart, you can uh, control yourself, or whatever. So Tehzvah says over there, the real reason why they went this other route is because you have to avoid a Pesach 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 and down the other road. And Ravadja discusses this a greater length. He also quotes the Gemara Shabbos with Tarfin talking about Sifri Minim, not Avedazara, uh, but heresy. So he says that uh, I swear that if I ever get my hands on these texts, I'm going to burn them. Uh, he's, even talking, he's, talking, he's even talking about Sifri Teira that were written by Minim. So Esrif Reisam, Es Askeri Seim, with Hashem's name, which you know, this is brought down Halacha that you can burn with Hashem's name. Um, and then he adds, "Shafilu Adam Reidif Achar of Lahargai Reptarfin." Someone's chasing him to kill him. Nichnas lebeis of Reidazara. He will go into house of Reidazara, but ain't nichnas lebatein shalelo. He will not go into those houses. <clears throat> so what do we see from here? That usually you're not allowed to go into a base of Reidazara, and the chiddush is that when it's pekuach nefesh, he will go into a base of Reidazara, but not into the other places that ties into the halach we brought earlier about pekuach uh, nefesh running into a base of Reidazara and all that. But Ravadi uh, takes away from this that the Shalim came to Kuach Nafesh, then everyone would agree not to go in. Talks about the Chatzar. He says, even the Ramah was mad to the Chatzar, only when you're walking through. But to go actually into the house, there's no Makan to be mad there. And Sefer Chassidim is even Machmir to go through, which is what the Ramah cited about being Midz Chassidus is Lesrachik. So then Ravadi continues and says, What's the, are they in the Vedazar, are they not? First, he quotes the din that, oh, they and his mother. So it sounds like, oh, they're not over there with the Zara. But uh, no, we'll look at all the din of Tzlamim. He quotes all those dinim that uh, we treated the Tzlamim as a red Zara. So certainly the, the place where that's done is also a base of red Zara. <clears throat> and it's just the Indian of Oslamayli, like we explained. It's just that we're not uh, concerned about uh, less religious uh, questions that they won't, uh, they won't actually uh, won't translate into thanking uh, their Lord. So we see clearly Shiva Erev Also, it says with the, the Sodom passing by, the ministers are passing by. So that um, you shouldn't be unless you, know, you want to be matir But the point is, you, you shouldn't be doing something that looks like covet. He says no. Even uh, just at that, on that level, if you walk into the base to flossum, that's also a form of covet. So no. I in the Shalos of Shuvas Maria Sod, who is one of the Rabbanim in Hungary. You'd expect maybe they should be more machmer, but actually, when it comes to this, the Maria Saad, Buddha Saad is, is, is Mekel. What's the, what's the case there? So I'll quote the case. person wrote to Maria Saad that um, sounds like it was talking about Pascha, um, the holiday that falls out around Pesach, where uh, in English, Easter, where uh, so they would have a procession on that day. Uh, with their tzlamim and their psulim, <clears throat> and they used to light candles, and they wanted the Jews who live in that shuk where the procession was taking place to also light candles. Last year, this Rav was writing to Maria Saad, this poor Rav, he answered it, and what happened was that the mob broke all the windows with stones. 
and uh, they complained to the Tsar, and the Tsar said, oh, I can't stop it, uh, you know, I can't control my, uh, my mom. So now the Rav is trying to figure out whether he's going to lose a bunch of windows this year again, or whether there's some way out of this problem. So, Maria Asad says, first of all, Armadina, this is not like Shas Hashmad, because it's not an official law throughout the country that you have to do this, just certain places, and even the Moishal himself isn't telling you to do this, it's just the mob. Um, and anyway, they don't, they, don't, they don't want you to light the candles so that you should worship their, they just, uh, they, want everyone, they want to see that everyone's joining in their happiness, they just want to feel like... Uh, Everyone's part of the holiday. And that's Mutter Mishim Eva, like we established in Shulchan Aruch. Mamash Burama says, Lusmayach Imahem Mishim Eva. Whatever this Maris Ayan, if it's a Sakana, then we don't say Yarik Vayavar if it's just a Maris Ayan issue. And then he adds this line, Vigam is Manazad, and now they have the Vedazara, because their Elil is not called the Vedazara, Kameshakaz Vashach, Simakufan Nanalef, Safkad Nyudzain. Now, what does the Shach actually say there? That's the Shach we just quoted before about renting out a Dira. It said in the, in the Shulchan Aruch that they're, they're not, they don't bring a Vedazara in. And the Shach said, What are you talking about? And then the Shach said, whatever the Lashon was, to say that Rapash is saying that their Vedazara today doesn't count as a Vedazara. No, and then he goes on to give the Svaris that. Uh, you can't, if you rent it to them, you can't take it back. So it's not much like selling, or we pay taxes. So the shach, you can't quote the shach like that as saying the shach says, the Vedazar today is not Vedazar. The shach says that like, does not seem to be the case. That's uh, a bit strange. The Maria Saad throws that in and attributes it to the shach. He says, anyway, since this year, Pascha falls out on Pesach, Lil Shimurim, so we're, we should light candles for our own Yomtif. Tell, tell yourselves you're lighting candles for your own Yomtif. And uh, he quotes a Madrush. Very bright. That night was very bright. So you can say it's Zechel Oisenes. We're commemorating the brightness of the original Pesach. And it's for you. And uh, there's no Chshad, there's no Marisayan. So that's Maria Sod. And he threw in that one. So Taka, it's Tmuim. I said, Minchas Lazar already uh, took uh, Maria Sod apart. And it's Chuvis. Quoted the Rambam. The Rambam says, Nechalas Asuras that we quoted, that Nightsrim is a Vedazara. This is also to do what the Elyad Abba says, Elyad Abba in Erechaim says, that it's also to make a show, basically, and he's talking about churches, obviously. So you see, again, in practice, in reality, that's how we're treating it. We're treating it as a base of Erechaim. And he says that even the Re'em, the Mizrahi, Rebeliyom Mizrahi is made. What, what is Rebeliyom Mizrahi? So Rebeliyom Mizrahi, this is the, uh, sort of a chuva to be familiar with. Shuvah and goes like this. <clears throat> there was an Aveira in Kahal Aragon. I don't know if he means back in Aragon itself or he means in Turkey. There was a Kahila called Kahal Aragon. Shero Eidin Kshedim, Shamash Haknesses, Misoilo Imnar Echad Behechal Hashem. So unfortunately, they saw a Shamash was having his way with a child in the sanctuary, in the show. So the question wasn't what to do with the shamash or what to do with the kid. The question was what to do with the shul. Can you daven in that shul or not? So he says, I heard that people are saying about the shul that once this Aveda was done in the shul, finished. You can't daven in the shul anymore. It's Kaddish, Kaddusha, Sefer So I'm letting everyone know that it's a shibush. They're wrong. It's completely uh, ridiculous. We should never daven in any house that we rent from any guy because... They all brought a very desire into their house. 
and not just Derech Harai, but Derech Kama, because that's what they always do. Shekain Darkim Shulgayim Tamid, in the reality he was familiar with, Shekain Darkim Shulgayim Tamid, Lesim Bavatayim Tzuras Yeshu, Vitzuras Imoy, Vitachtayim Ner Dalek, Vashan Aktaitis Eilabai, very vivid description of what they have going on in their house. Shazur Avedazar Gemura. And that's why you have all these denim about renting, uh, you know, renting to them, etc. That whole uh, discussion. So uh, you see clearly that uh, it's certainly uh, considered a very desire. And that's the worst Aveda of all. And still uh, we use those houses. And we dive in. No one ever complained about that. Um, and uh, what happened with Antiochus? The Zara, Zerachas Tzvaynes is where they took the Avni Hamizbeach. They bury their, they Goyenes the Avni Hamizbeach. She shipped to Malchay Yavon, which was for the Zara. And even the, still, they didn't say, "Oh, it's Mikdash, no good anymore. We can't use it." No, Chazar Abayis Bekdusha. It says in Alanisim, "Ahak Vav and Achlet Verbeisach, Alpinu Seichalacha." And quotes Yisifon at length of how they uh, retire the uh, Beis Hamikdash. So, but you can see is shalanu, aches kam vekam, and you shouldn't say that maybe avedazara uh, isn't as chomer as this. That this is in some way worse, um, because well, that's you want to say this is tinoifest. This is mama. Avedazara is also called the tzoya. Say say loy say tzoya. I what about the idea of esnan zayna mechir kalav that there's certain things that should not be uh, converted into uh, items for worship. Um, and there's a din that you know how to make a talis shal mitzvah mitachshite hakumrim. So uh, it says that's dafka when the actual act shuhu atzmai nasa guf hamitzvah. But um, if you just wear a talis that kumrim more uh, to walk into shul, if it's not the guf hamitzvah, you would be allowed to. That's what he tells He discusses a bit more, but that's the mizrahi. So the mizrahi is the source. That says that if it's a house where people worship the Zara, it's not a problem. So same for that case in the show. But the Eliyahu Rabbi says that the Mizrahi will be Maida, that if it's Mamish, a base of Eid if it was Mamish, a church, then the Mizrahi would be Maida, that you shouldn't convert it. He says, I found in Shut Shmuel Engel, that it's also for a carpenter to put the windows up in a church because you haven't had no off from a base of Reda Zara and you can't compare it to Lafnei Dehem, all those other Hatayim. And uh, you have to warn anyone who's talking that line of work that uh, you, have to, you can't just walk in and start doing uh, repairs. Then he talks about, well, you know, can you, can you be matter? To walk in, we said the autumn walk in for Pikuach Nefesh to run in. What about uh, other reasons? Money, stuff like that. It says no other reason is mutter. Only Pikuach Nefesh Mamish. So, Havu the Leila Haisaf Allah, not Dirar de Mamayna, not Eva. And he quotes Shazat Shiva Zara Emes that what's mutter for Eva doing business? Because that's Mamish insulting to them, or to, or to help the, a woman give birth, because that's a gnai, you're treating them like behemoths, what you don't, you don't value their life. But otherwise, you don't just throw Eva around. Well, we're going to be That's the Zeremis's line. You have to draw the line somewhere. Not everything is mutter mishameva. And anyway, if we don't walk in, that's not it's not a gna, That's not insulting if we don't go in. And whoever understands this really will understand that whoever wants to go in is just trying to be meitzachin, not because of Eva. You, uh, you should feel like you, you you want to be their friend. And he writes in parentheses, especially in Mitzrayim, where the the government bechlal is Muslim. 
and those consuls, they're not, uh, they're not ruling over us. So wh- why do you feel this Ava to go to this consul's uh, last rites, whatever it is? He quotes uh, Rabbi Leo. Uh, and uh, he quotes Rabbi Leo Mani and Zuchrenes Leo that says that for uh, Kurt, you know, you have all the, these Savadists that all oh, the Goyim nowadays are different, the Goyim nowadays are different. Right, that's why uh, you don't have to be nizzer from this, nizzer from that. So the Almighty turns that on his head and says, all the things that are mutter mishum eva shouldn't be mutter bisman azad. The dafka bisman name, show you how goyim is malilus beriasha. Oh, then there's going to be a problem. But bisman azad is freedom. Everything is wonderful and great and nice. There's no eva. <laughs> so there's no, there's no hatter. So Ravaya concludes there's zeis toiras ha'oilad. What's the maskana that you're not allowed to go into their church, um, even if there's darky shalom? And certainly in this case, where it's not even that, it's just uh, you want to pal around with them. Kama, where the ritual itself includes ktaidas lavay dezara. And if you quote the Sefer Chassidim, it says that uh, you shouldn't run to see the king because you're going to see the king, but they're also bringing their pestle and their ktaidas. It says, I, it's a mitzvah. The Raja says, I, it's a mitzvah to see Malach Ebed Zaret. Malach Ebed Zaret. It's Bran Shokhan Arach. It's in Reish Chav Dalet. There's an Indian to run to see uh, non-Jewish kings, because then you understand the, the godless of Mashiach comes, Malach Yisrael. But Sefer Chassidim is saying that when there's a Ebed Zaret involved, you shouldn't go. So Avada to go into the church itself, that the Rav should go there with his Misrad uh, Rabbanot, with his whole entourage, with his clothing and his outfit and everything. Chol Hashem, you have to fight and then not do it. Uh, that was that's that's that Shulchan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe a Coptic church. I, mean, I don't know uh, exactly. Um, so like I already pointed out though, the, the, the aim though, he quoted the aim. The aim was saying essentially that you know. Elliot Abitaina, the aim will be made in the base of a desire, but the aim didn't say that, and it sounded like the aim was mostly saying it's, it's not a problem. So it might be, like I said, if you have a Protestant denomination where there's literally not a single, they don't have a Salem, they don't have a this, they don't have a that, or they, they don't worship it. Um, so, you know, that might, you know, that might be different. Um, or if there's, you know, specific reasons to go in, what if, like, what if it's for repairs? What if, uh, what if nowadays you have the Shilohs to go in to vote? So those are uh, those are discussions you can uh, you can ask Rav or look in the Rav's Sakim that he puts out. Um, another uh, Indian Nagela Halacha that I'll just mention right here, Begayat Slamim, is that there's a big discussion about medals and things like that that have a cross in them. You have the Red Cross, you have the Iron Cross, you have stuff like that. Uh, Rabbaruch Oberlander has a lengthy article, uh, two parts in Uri Yisrael, issue 73 and 74 from Tavshinai and Zion, and that's its own topic really with a lot of Makaitis. And now just to see for contrast how Ravadia deals with masks. So he has, this is Mechelek Zion, later on, not clear, I don't think this is a date. But uh, he was asked by uh, an ambassador in Chutzlaretz who was invited, Viter, either he's invited to these types of, you know, someone dies and they invite him to a church, invite him to a mosque, and someone important dies, it's part of his uh, diplomatic job. Can he go there? Is there Eva, etc.? So first he starts off similar style to previous Shiva about going to the base of a desire. He says, what about, uh, what about uh, a mosque, though? He says that would be dependent. That would depend on the machlekas of Rishayim if 
Ishmaelim are uh the Zara not quotes the Sefer Ashkel from one of the Yishayim who writes B'shem Hagoin that Stam Yen of Ishmaelim they're touching or touching our wine is not such a big problem we're not cheshesh that the women nasach because in Islam wine is haram uh, it's uh, it's awesome. you not uh, have wine in any capacity so certainly nisuch uh, would not fit in in any uh, capacity. And they curse anyone who drinks it. You're in deep trouble if you, if you go anywhere near it. So, and uh, it says, "Mar Rav Yehudoi, one of the Goenim Lachayra, and the Goenim already were, you know, Islam was already around time of the Goenim. So that's when the discussion begins. He said, Why? He says, because before Islam, there were the Amgushim. You had other uh, pagan forms of worship in that area. And then they turned into Muslims. So, but there was sort of an overlap. There are half this and half that. They were still uh, doing Yisachayayin. And even in the second generation, the third generation, it was Reifafim. Uh, they still had a bit of the original. So that's why there's a Kshash of Nisach with Rav Yehudai. But then once time went on and all the original stuff uh, petered out and now it's utterly outrageous to, uh, to drink wine, so, uh, it says in Sefer Ashkel, Neitzrim, Rabbi Manasseh. And in the Ashkel itself, he brings uh, another show of a guy that says a, a counter argument that Yishmael now is over the way desire, even if Sheene Maker, even though he is not aware, you ask me, he says, absolutely not. It says in the Gemara of the Zara, Hamisha bought every Zara Kvum Heim, the Achad Meham Nisher Ba'arvia. Okay. Islam did come along after the Gemara. Then the Revaya quotes the Ran, the Ran Sanhedrin says, Vlumad Numikan, Shagdashim of the Christians, the Gam Hamashuga, Shal Yishmaelim, as he's called in some Svarim. Even though neither the saints nor uh, their, their prophet are considered God, they are bowing to them like a God. This is the Ram. So you have these other opinions, even about uh, Islam. Um, that it's not just a hider. Ain't hider the mason. What are you? Uh, how are you honoring someone who died by bowing to him? That it is However, Rabbi says, big source on this is the Rambam. We already quoted the Rambam, Lahalacha, but there's a tshuva of the Rambam, but the Rambam really gets into it. Um, this is the tshuva, I believe, to Rabbi Hager, um, where the first part of the tshuva is where the Rambam defends the honor of Rabbi Hager. This Rabbi told him that he's an idiot, and uh, the Rambam says, well, your Rabbi's an idiot, and why is he talking to you like that? Um, so uh, Ravadja Hager, who presumably came from a Muslim background, had said that the Mishnahelim are not Eved Avedah Zara, and his Rebbe mocked them. And the Ramam now gets to the actual point of the Tshuva, of the, of the, of the argument, and says, you're right, they're not Eved Avedah Zara, for Nichrasa, Avedah Zara, it's gone, and it's, there's one God, and that's it. Yichud She'en Boidoyfi, the oneness, their belief in God's oneness is, is perfect. And if someone's going to tell you that their mosque is a base of a Zara, and that there's still some kind of a Zara in their uh, house of worship that's still there from their pagan ancestors, Mabikach, they're bowing, and they're, whatever they're bowing to, they're bowing toward, they, they are thinking about Limun Lashemayim. This relates actually, I think, specifically to uh, the, where they go in, um, in Mecca, 
this the, the black box, the, the name escapes me, but um, there is, you know, a discussion as to whether that essentially has pagan uh, origins. That's what I'm saying. Let's say it does. So what? doesn't matter. It matters what they're thinking about now. And it says, and Marcin Hedren says, if a Yid bows to a base of a Zara, he thought it was a base Knesset, and he bowed towards it, if it's inadvertent. Therefore, they, the Rebbe Zara, these Muslims today, the Zara is completely gone. They have other Narishkeit, but Yichar Hashem, they're perfect. And it's true, Taka, that the Yishmaelim, the ancient Yishmaelim, had three Rebbe Zara's Pa'er, Markulis, and Kamoish. Um, and they were, it's very well known what those entailed before Islam began. So, Lechera, so he says, Lechera, you can argue, the argument would be, what's Markulis? Throwing rocks. That's what they do in Mecca. They go and they throw a rock at, uh, at something. So that seems like a carryover of Markulis. And the fact that they bow down uh, five times a day, the way they bow down with, uh, you know, their, their, their behind up in the air, it seems like a form of Pu'er. Because that's the, the ikr of Pu'er, was to, to expose the, the back of the body, and that was Pu'er. So that seems a bit like a carryover of Pu'er and Kmaish, something else, the clothing they wear. So he says, no, you have to ask them why they're doing it today, and you ask them why they're throwing rocks today. And they say, uh, it's la'ar uh, of satan. It's uh, throwing it at the satan to confuse them, uh, etc. So uh, the Rambam said, the Rambam took, you know, went through detail by detail and said that uh, they're not very, very desire, I agree with you. And that's how the Rambam Paskin and why they quote others who held this way as well, and he gets to the Shulchan Aruch, who said about the, the, the Yayim, and he's essentially quoting the Rambam without saying Yishmaelim, but it's talking about Yishmaelim. And even those who said that they are of the Vedazara Muslim Zagan, that all fits in with what the Eshkel says in the Rambam, that there were earlier stages in which there was more idolatry mixed in. But then over time, by the time the Rambam came around, he's attesting to the fact that their Amuna is pure. Now he says, the Rambam says, the Chidah in Shiure Bracha mentions that even though Goedim say that Yishmaelis touches Mutterbana, but where I come from in Yerushalayim and in all Eretz Yisrael, the minute was to treat it like Yayanes of Mamash, Afbahanah. That's what the Chidah writes. That's what I remember. And then I saw in a Chua from one of the G'day that Rabban Yerushalayim that says that no, these times in Yerushalayim, they are Matir Maga Yishmael Bahanah. Because I'm out of Eretz Yisrael, the Chidah was in Italy or on the road. I don't have all the swarm uh, in front of me, the Chidah says. Anyway, the Ravadi goes on at length to say that this is the Maskana Taka of the, the Svardash Paiskim, that they did, uh, were matir at Bahana, Allah And then he quotes the Benishchai, who says in Parshas Balak, that Stam Yenam of the Ishmaelim, and touching our wine, is Mutter Bahana, they're not Evdevay Dezara, like the Rambam says. I, the Chidah, said what he said, but Chidah himself changed his mind and quoted the Chuk of the Rambam later. And interestingly, the Benishchai quotes an interesting marker that the Kain Nida from the Arizal in Tameh HaMitzvahs. What does the Arizal say in Tameh HaMitzvahs? It's in Parshas Ekev. It has to do with Berkas Hamazan. So there's other in Yonim there that have to do with eating. So it says there, there's a kata. It doesn't seem to be widely quoted, but the Benishchai quotes it. But Inyan Devash, Hanasa Mitiroish, Amavushal Ba'anovav, some kind of meads that's grape-based. The wine is cooked with the grapes, something like that. Some kind of uh, beverage. My rabbi did not avoid eating it, even when those who made it were chashudim. There's no 
There's no Nesach. So, but Daila Achmer, Shloilo Eichloi, be Yosei Vade Shalem. It's enough to be Machmer if you know for sure, but if it's a Suffolk, then uh, Ariza was Matar. So, it's interestingly interesting Makar from the Ariza. Now, there's one uh, application that I mentioned in the beginning that the Bavadi does not mention in this discussion, and that has to do with with Shechita. We know that our Shechita and Islamic Shechita is fairly similar in a number of details. There also are differences. Uh, of course, we're not going to eat their uh, Shechita, but the question is, will they eat our Shechita? And I've seen, actually, Lahavda, they have their own uh, chivas and discussions about uh, whether they can eat our Shechita. But uh, a lot of them do, I mean, at least, uh, you know, in places where they don't have their own. So the Pre-Chadosh, Rebbe de Silva, lived in the second half of the 1600s. He was born in Italy, and then he was in Eretz Yisrael. He writes, Da, you should know that in these places, um, the, the deal is that whatever animal comes out kosher, they didn't take. Whatever animal comes out treif, the, the Goyesha butcher keeps. Now, the Goyesha butcher is a Muslim. Muslims only eat things that were uh, halal, that were, that were slaughtered to their specifications. What's their specification? What makes uh, something uh, halal? That the shaykhet, b'shasa shkita, has to say, Allah awakbar. That's what he has to say. What does that mean, he says? It means, kel kabir. You're just saying God is great. Right? You know that uh, phrase from other places as well. Um, uh, and, but their makbid, very important to them, you have to say it, Samach l'shchita. So, if you want to make the berchas ashchita, you're going to have to say it before. You have to say berchas ashchita, and then be mafsik and say Allah Akbar, and then you're going to, then, you, then you're going to shach. So the question is, is that okay or not? Was that's the only way the deal is going to work, that he's going to keep the, uh, the treifa animals. They don't care about the treifas. So he says, it's possible that it is a hafsik, and if you're mafsik, if you have this, and you're just mafsik like that, it's a mistake. And the only takana the Kriyachalash says is, is that you should first shach, we don't have to say Allah for every, uh, we don't have to say bracha for every uh, bird. You can make one bracha at the beginning, and then have a mind that's going to cover everything. So you make a shach one bird in the beginning, and that won't go to them, even if it's treif, and be mechaven, to be pater, everything you shach afterwards. And then, when you start shachting them, for each you know, following one, then, uh, according to them, it's not a hafzik anymore uh, from the original bracha. Or the other way around. Or you can make the bracha, start shechting, and before you finish, or, sorry, say their thing, and then start shechting, and before gemar hechshashchita, then you can make bracha shechita. That's his, uh, it, that itself turns into a whole discussion, a different sfarim about the nature of hefzik. We're not getting into that. So when I said it, the pre-tayar, uh, which is from the Ur Chaim, one of his halachic sfarim, the pre-tayar writes in the same thing, with Isila pre-chadosh, who said this whole thing, but uh, he says, I don't agree. I don't agree that he should say it at all. I, Pri Chadash said, oh, they're just saying Kel Kabir. What's, what's, it's harmless. What's wrong with that? He says, Harav Leibaki, Gambalash Nishmo. Pri Chadash didn't know Arabic. And uh, who's going who's gonna to claim otherwise? I know where he's from. He was born in Ari Edom. And in fact, that's the city where I am today. The Arachayim wrote his farm when he was in Livorno in Italy himself. And that's where the Prichadosh was born. So he was in a position to say, I know exactly where the Prichadosh is from. I'm here right now. And uh, you're not going to know Arabic from hanging out in Livorno. That I can tell you, the Prichadosh says. So how does he know? The Goyim told him what, what, they, what they mean. Why should, we, why should we rely on them? I know better. And even if you're going to say it means Kalkabir. So if he seems to be skeptical that it even means Kalkabir. And even if it means Kalkabir, 
How do you know what they're talking about? I, the Rambam, wrote in his letter that they're miyachet, who says they're not mashatif, the nevuah of their navi. And anyway, today, they're all confused about their own religion. It's all mixed together. And uh, how do you know that uh, Wachbar doesn't go on their navi? He's also kabir, according to them. He's also great. Um... They don't. A lot of Africa, they know what they're saying, and it all depends on what the you know the person taught them or what they think. Um, um, yeah, you would say uh, you know Yashka is great before uh, before Shachting. Assuming it's a very desire, I'm saying wouldn't want to do that. It looks like you're also it looks like you're. It's literally shchita is, is a is an act of it could be an act of a zara specifically. So uh, if you're mentioning a zara, if it taka is, then uh, it looks like you're slaughtering it to that. Shankin, if you're slaughtering it to Hashem, then that's fine. So that's really going to depend on what the, those words mean and what the, the, the connotation is. Um, so he says, I'm very skeptical that you know who knows what uh, you know and. They're very into their prophet who brought them their religion. You never know. He says, therefore, you shouldn't say it at all. And even uh, even the way he said to do it, the sheikh, the bird, and the half kavana, etc. And anyway, it's chukas hagoyim. They say chukas hagoyim. Shechting and saying uh, non-Jewish utterances seems like chukas uh, hagoyim. And this is actually all brought in the Simla Chadasha, made its way into the Svarim. Simla Chadasha says it's chukas hagoyim, but that's the only Svar he mentions. But if you have to, then have sick. So that's Ravadja does not did not mention this uh, in your know, to, to conclude. So uh Ravadja says that that his, con- his conclusion here will be different, that mosques do not have a dinner and you're allowed to go in, and even the Iran who said that uh, it's a Vedazara, Yeshlema, if you would know what the Rambam said, he wouldn't say it. Uh because the Rambam was more bucky and what they're up to. Uh, then he says, I saw this a safer from a Sfardi Rav from a few generations earlier that uh, it is, um, that he says, Clara, that a mosque is Tomei because they say that uh, their prophet is Machish Teres Meshrabenu, and he quotes also Shut uh, Maisa Avram, who quotes the Mizrahi that we quoted earlier. Um, that the Maisa, oh, so the to that, Maisa, I wanted to say, according to the Mizrahi, that attack would be Mutter, because, you know, that's the problem, according to the Mizrahi. But the Aisi Lo'elam was tying that no, in the case of the Mizrahi, it was only Be'akrai, but the Miskara Kavuot, Filosom, Mizmamish, real Toma, and I also saw that the Cheskel, you can see Al-Habishtam, the Kloisenberger, as it should be saying that it's also, it's printed also in Devriyatsev, and he based himself on the Chidah, and rather says, the Chidah, we said, Maskan of the Chidah is not, that's what's already done. Anyway, it concludes, the Miskit shall Arvim, that according to the Ramam, the Davin, the Yichud, Shein by Daifi, so there's no problem, the Chain Reisi, Kama Goenim, the Tzadikim, who would Davin in the mosque of Maras Machpel. Maras Machpel is essentially a mosque, and you go in there, you Davin. Uh, and in fact, there's a show in the mosque, basically. Um, he says, it's true that Tzitzeliezer wanted to compare a mosque to a church, according to Iran, and sorry, I apologize, you know, with all due respect, we go with the Rambam. It's not everything, but it's interesting, though, you still see till today that there are others who are uh, saying otherwise. So then I found that Chanan, Spectre, who said, he was asked about men in the army, that uh, they needed a place to pray, Yidin, they wanted a place to pray, and uh, wherever they were, whichever country they were, they gave them a mosque, so take the mosque. They asked Rabbi Tzavachan, can they dive in there? And he said, since it says in the tour, 
Shem the Goyenim and the Rambam and the Rajba, the Ishmael, and Manar Rev the Redazara, and that's what the Ramah says. Therefore, it's muttered to dog in there, not a problem. Chain Iker, Manir, and Nizaiti Kosafti, of course, like I said, in every case, you should ask a Rav, Allah Chalmaisa. Thank <laughs> you.